This is a lit match production. Ooh, ah, that's hot. I hit it. Hello. Hi. I don't know. <sighs> See, now we don't. Now we don't have any like cute banter. I don't know why banter. that felt so hard. We've been talking for a full <laughs> hour already. Well, it's it's that feeling of of in is it media medias and media res media res where you you just like the audience is just dropped in to our conversation and it's like I wasn't greeting them though I was still greeting you. Hello no, to know, our valued like, listeners. They're getting dropped into our. They're getting dropped into our conversation. So, like, all of a sudden, they're there. You know, it's like, boop, their little me is here <laughs> listening. losing my shit but i uh one point of levity was that at that time the the me theme had just come about as a a joke and it inhabited space uh the the kids now would say it lived rent free in my brain uh but like like (laughs) elevator music like anytime i wasn't really thinking about anything it would just pop back it would just be the me theme and it would like yeah it would just come out of my mouth um it's so good and there was um there was a i have it saved on my laptop on my uh my chrome bookmarks uh a jazz band arrangement of it because some teens arranged it and performed it and absolutely knocked it out of the park um it's an all horn arrangement it's so good um, that's a trombone line. You never knew you wanted it to be, but it is. Um, and uh, one of my shining accomplishments was one of my last days of teaching two of my sixth grade clarinets, like uh, who were both, again, I don't know why I'm embarrassed to call them nerds on here. It's not like they're going to find me and listen and they know I love them anyway, but like two of my like really good nerdy clarinet kids, my homies, uh, I was like, guys, I need you to do me this favor. We're like, we're going to, we're going to read this thing. And I had simplified it and I arranged like just that little piece. Uh, and I arranged it for them. Uh, and they were like, I was like, isn't this so funny? I showed them the meme and they were like, Miss S, this is stupid, but like, yeah, we'll help you out. Uh, and it was just so I could send it to my friends cause I thought it was funny. And they were like, this is really dumb, but like, okay. And these were like, these were like 11 year olds. Uh, yes, I know the me theme. Welcome. Uh, this is Free Live Cams. Uh, my name is Haley. I use they, them pronouns. Um, I'm a recent crock wearer. 
I'm actually 27 this year, and I finally had an idea for a podcast that wasn't just two fags screaming. (laughs) (laughs) It is hard to go second. That was a good one, too. I will admit. (laughs) You usually Uh, knock it out of the park. Let's see. My name is Jay. Oh, well, because I go first. Is that the secret? Low expectations. Yeah, you just have to get in there. Uh, my name is Jay. I use they, them pronouns, and uh, I like big butts, and I cannot lie. And uh, my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. You heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, triple that. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, every single time we record, I have to stop myself from changing our agenda so I can talk about uh, Nicki Minaj's Anaconda. Put it in my notes. I would love to have that conversation. It's we really, really converge good. on a music podcast once in a while. Um, also, I want you to know the waveforms for my performance there were exciting. You have such a great laugh. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, thank you. Um, I would. Uh, we can. We can. They can make a note of the menage. That's the a menage. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. That's it's Megan the Stallion, but still, they it's they're like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Agreed. Cardi B is the other one. Yeah, obviously. And Cardi. Nikki is the Holy Spirit. Cardi's the father, and Megan <laughs> is the, the son, in case any of you weren't clear. And that's, uh, that concludes the factual portion of this episode. Cha-junk! <laughs> everything, every, <laughs> everything you're about to hear uh, is, is nonsense compared to what we just laid down. So I it. think we really, yeah. Thank you for coming. It's nice to have you here. We understand if you don't want to listen again after this. <laughs> my brother just started listening to the podcast, so I'm a little in my head about him listening. <laughs> Hi. Hi! Anyway, today is January 4th, and uh, we are here this episode to intro uh, an upcoming series that we're going to do, sort of a multi-part uh, episode sort of situation. Instead of recording once for five hours and then trying to break it up into five chunks we've actually like kind of made some uh deliberate steps um generally we're calling it the body series uh and not specifically uh for the song I was just <laughs> oh i didn't even think about that yeah that's that's the plan for um, today i'm excited this um, is something i would it was like an idea i had had pretty early on in our podcasting because we were trying to sort of define ourselves in the very early episodes of uh what did we say where what a, a podcast about queerness and language and uh what else sex and sex uh gender uh <laughs> we, we, we had a good tagline going for a while but um all of those sort of star points uh led me to connect them like I, uh, I i i don't watch it's always sunny in philadelphia but i have s- seen enough of it on in various living rooms 
that uh, and in memes on the internet that there's one of um, one of the guys is like has a conspiracy and he's pointing at the wall and smoking and he's got like all the <laughs> strings and like so all of our points there have led me to this conclusion of um, thinking about my body, which is horrific, uh, and also the culmination of a lot of research and reading I've been doing and. Uh, trying to deal with my shit <laughs> so um therapy on the pot therapy <laughs> on the pot but um i'm so excited that we are actually doing this and bringing it into 2021 we have what this is our 13th episode and so we're starting a series yeah, a series uh yeah i think this is good because uh in particular, like, uh, transness has a lot to do with body, the body embodying gender. Um, and, uh, I think that there are a lot of, (laughs) a lot of people who like make assumptions about what trans bodies have to be or what they have to look like. And, um, like body image and body evaluation and attraction to bodies and all of these things that we're going to talk so, about over the next so episode. It's like, yeah, it doesn't take a lot to like see it from a queer lens. Like you, it's not, you don't have to stretch. I, to I see. feel like it's, it's a point as much as language is a point that we could tie to almost any conversation mm. through uh, our queer and non-binary lens. Uh, I think bodies are also, you know, something that it it always comes up. Even all the things you just said, like, I'm finding myself surprised that, like, oh, oh, yeah, like, it is inherent in this, and it's inherent in how we see and feel and think about ourselves and how other people see and feel and think about us and how they talk about us and how we talk about ourselves. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily that I I'm someone who spends more time thinking about my body than anybody else but like yeah I probably am um which is funny because I've had a conversation with more than one very close friend uh who we all you know grew up socialized as girls in the early 2000s and so like food and eating disorders and things like that were um super prevalent and skinniness and dieting and whatever so we all talk about now uh how we we don't spend as much time thinking about our bodies in that way as we used to it doesn't take up as much brain space and how freeing that is but um i am constantly thinking about my body i guess just not in you know what i would call um Like, if I was going to characterize or generalize, like, what are trans people thinking about their bodies? Like, that's not how I feel, because you can't characterize or generalize it. Um, So I'm excited to hear what we have to say. Um, And also on that, our dear listeners, um, we want to put some words out there that we're going to be really talking about gritty, messy things that could be upsetting. Um, We will do our best to 
notify you in the show notes and at the beginning of the episodes, but like this could be not, you know, not limited to physical attributes, food, eating, eating disorders. Um, help me. What else are we talking about? Uh, uh, a lot about uh, experiences with dysphoria, body trauma that we have experienced yes. over the years. Um, not like not in this episode, in the upcoming, in upcoming. Um, and we'll you know we'll we'll do some more throat clearing but like probably not like i don't know it depends on how sort of sexually explicit we get but we will be stuff. talking uh yeah. sort of actively and openly about sex and sexual attraction um, we have both been through a lot of things yeah, that I, have I, impacted our bodies in a lot of ways uh and yeah. i'm hoping that we can speak honestly and openly about it uh but we also want to be considerate and respectful of those listening to us. So please take care. Uh, do what you need to do. doesn't hurt our feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is also like a good opportunity to invite people to share how they talk about these things and like words that you use and experiences you've had. Like I think it's really easy to forget that like issues with body are such a diverse experience. And like, I remember having a conversation with uh, a former roommate. We were talking about like back when I like really thought I was cis, LOL. We were talking about dysphoria, body dysphoria. When my friend was saying, isn't that like, you know, you're, you're skinnier than you seem in a mirror or like no one is ever as fat as they think they are. And I was like, yeah, I think that sort of body distortion and feeling uncomfortable in your body and seeing yourself in a way that isn't how you feel uh, is transness. <laughs> like, it, I, we weren't arguing. She wasn't being combative. But it, I remember having this moment where I was just like, like, we were almost kind of getting there, but, like, I didn't have the words yet. As, you know, it was probably seven or eight years ago, I guess, by now. And let's see. Like, I didn't know how to express it, but I, my snap judgment was like, like, yes, it's the same thing. It's variations on the same. Well, that was, that was how I had originally come into sort of a lot of these terms, and I didn't make connections about it until very, very recently um, because... I had a bunch of eating disorders growing up and like still work, struggle, mm. fight, whatever the words are with that. But mm -hmm. like I was a teenager on Tumblr then, so it was on the internet and yeah, no, it was really bad. Um, but so people were talking about it and there was also, because it was so prevalent in the culture at the time, you know, we got a lot of, you know, PSA type things or, you know, stuff in health about like, you know, here's a picture of a girl looking in the mirror, and this is what she looks like when we, you know, CGI'd her this way or this way, and, and that's what body dysphoria is. And so for a long time, like, I, you know, did feel that way and still do often feel that way. Less so, but will catch myself being like, hey, wait, like, that's not what you act. I've been the same height and weight pretty much since middle school, and the way I've conceived myself over that 15 years... Ah. Yes, correct, correct, correct. I wish you could all see the faces we both just made. Um, has shifted so wildly, <laughs> which I really only thought about the other day. But I've really been the same height and weight the whole time, which is wild. 
number one. Um, but I had, you know, so there were all these PSA type things, which is how I had sort of come into learning what the word dysphoria was or um, thinking your body was different than it was. Uh, because at that time, this is probably the late 2000s, like, you know, 2007, 8, 10, around then. Um, that, you know, I, I knew what transness was and like, I knew what trans people were, but it, at that time it was simplified in media and in things like that as like someone who is a girl who feels like a boy, um, you know, which was not how I felt. So I didn't, I never put together that those things, you know, worked or we're going to talk about, um, body modifications, large and small, and I never thought about how me having piercings in different spots or cutting my hair a certain way or dressing a certain way would change how I feel about my literal actual, like, meat sack body. Um. <laughs> yes, I, I feel the, the PSA uh, for us also it was very similar where, like, I just had a flashback of... You're fine. I just realized this. I blew incense ash uh, into my water. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Nutrients. Frankincense and myrrh. Murder. Murder. This is a podcast. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas is my favorite Lady Gaga song. Our PSAs came in the form of, like, it was like a picture of, like, an anorexic model and it was like, is this what you think a beautiful woman is? And it was like up in our gym, like on a bulletin board in a corner. And I remember like girls making fun of it, being like, this has no power over us. Uh, but I also remember being like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. It would be right. nice to be yes. hot like you are. Correct. 14-year-old girl. Um, and I, yeah, I feel so sick. Like you just literally galaxy brained me because... I also was talking with someone about this last night. Um, I hit puberty super early. I got my period super early. I got acne really early. I I didn't take care of myself. I didn't wash my hair or my face. Uh, and I was the third tallest then girl in my fourth grade class because I hit my growth spurt at like eight and a half. Um and yeah, that's exactly right. I've I have have had a, literally exactly the same body since I was ten years old, and have perceived it in such different ways over time, and like changing, like actively changing my presentation um, with haircuts or hair dye or piercings or tattoos. Um, all those kinds of things, like, it's a, it's amazing to finally be like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, I finally feel like mm-hmm. I've made it in some way. I finally feel a sense of stability, which makes it easy to talk about. Which, you know, and also, like, sort of related to our content warnings. Like, I've also had an eating disorder of some kind since I was 15, which is now a full 15 years and and that has expressed itself in different ways and like uh it, it it's you know it's easy now as an adult to like make jokes about it because i have a different kind of power i've over also it than found I that that's to. a very specific uh 
relationship I have with some people who are really close to me is there are friends who I can make jokes about it with because they understand and there's everyone else who yeah. doesn't understand. Um, <laughs> so please, you know, we don't mean to be flip yeah. if we do mean to be flip, but uh, d- please don't get your feelings hurt. Um, it's self- it is it's self-directed. self-directed I, think. Um, I had a bunch of things to say. I know that we also have spoken, you know, at least in jest or in some seriousness before about um, depression and things like that. Uh, And I'm sure that's Mm. going to come up because it'll be, it's all together. So um, please, you know, it's going to be there. Warning. So you have a note here that says, how do we feel about bodies in general? Will you tell me what you mean by that? Yes. To kind of so, jumpstart this. Um, there are two, I have two bullet points that say, in general, a little, and one that says, history, arrow, current, I believe. Um, because <laughs> uh, I didn't want us to dive into it too far, because, I mean, we're going to be talking about this the whole time. Um, but, like, in short, uh, an abstract, how do we feel about our bodies? I guess right now and then you know how has that changed over time maybe but I guess we we've kind of dug into that a little bit so it was just some some loose framing yeah I feel like I think something that I really want to talk about and I'm saying it out loud now in order to uh hold myself accountable for this is um how I feel like my perception of my body changes in relation to other people. And so I think that um, something that is going to be interesting to talk about when we talk about our physical bodies and then sexual attraction and sex itself, like I've mentioned this on a couple of podcasts previously where I feel like my non-binariness is because I like am an emotional and physical amorphous blob and can sort of shape shift and emotionally shift to be, you know, whatever someone else wants. And it's very rare where I can be sort of my natural state, which is like in an oversized Mothman t-shirt reading on the couch. <laughs> uh, and so that's like, like we were just sort of talking about, like my perception of myself has changed so much over time as I've like, I only, you know, with the, uh, exception of you, like only dated cis men in college and all through, like, even though I was out in high school, I only dated dudes in high school and even in grad school. And then right after grad school, like I was in a long-term long distance relationship with a cis man and never got to like experience my body as a queer period. No, there was no more as a queer as faggot. Uh, <laughs> I want to write that out phonetically. Uh, so it's been really interesting, like, over the last couple of years to suddenly be like, holy shit. This right? is a cool that body. Was, I remember the other point I wanted to make, which is also connected to that, because it is a cool body, and that's just fucking it, which is, oh, I think you were talking about, um, again, and how we were talking about how it changes over time the conscious and unconscious changes in it 
Um, so part of it is puberty, absolutely, mm. but like part of it was I was feeling certain ways and I didn't know it because it was societal pressure or it was where I was and who I was with or whatever. Um, and there are times that that changed because of situations I was in and how old I was and what, you know, just factual things. And there are times that I decided to change it. Um, so we have, we have joked more on, more than once on here, um, about that I started dressing like a slut, uh, because I just fucking decided I could all of a sudden because I was, I stopped fucking spending so much time hating my body and was finally like, you know what? I do look hot in that. And that was it. It's just a cool body. Sometimes that's not how I feel all the time by any means, but like, it's a huge noticeable conscious change uh that like i guess i think i saw a fucking like tweet or something that was like yeah hot girls just like decide that one day they're hot it was hot girl summer that was when it happened hot girl summer freed me um and i am not even a fucking girl and i was like hot girl summer crop tops ass out here we go uh i'm a hot girl now uh which also like i've seen other shit that like I'm not a hot girl and I don't want to be treated like a hot girl, but I do like hot girl society attention. Like, ooh. Mm. Mm. Gross. <laughs> but like, I'm interested to dive into, you know, how, how our perceptions of ourselves have changed over time and how that's intertwined with everything else we talk about. Because it is conscious and unconscious too. Um, you know, you yeah. can just change things. And then there are some things you freaking can't. Or you can you know, like, that was very broad scoping and non-specific. I can be, decide to be a hot girl. You could decide to get your tits hacked off, um, on two different scales. And, um, also things just change, you know? Uh, it's a nightmare to get dressed every day still. If I pack for a weekend, yeah. I have to bring six also- outfits, because who knows how I'm gonna, you know, present <laughs> that day. Yes. Yes, that's why in all the photos of me traveling for work, I'm wearing the same, like, when I'm at a conference, if I'm, like, in the show booth, I'm wearing exactly the same four outfits over the course of the four days because it's the four, like, shirts that I know that I love. It's the two pants that I know that I love. And then it's, like, the same party clothes because I have been to Texas more times than I can count in the last five years, which is a very overwhelming experience. Uh, but it's literally like the same three crop tops, the same two sports bras, and one pair of jean shorts and my boots. <laughs> because that's like, I know that's how I can like exist with the people that I see in those spaces. And then also like being in Texas and being like, this is like, these are the outfits. And it makes it very easy to pack because I know it's right. the same thing every time. Like yeah. I've now had so much practice <laughs> that I don't have to pick the six different outfits anymore because I have the two I'm <laughs> that I know are going to work no matter what. I'm thrilled um, for us to talk about fashion and presentation and clothes and makeup yes. and things yes. like that uh, because it's something I'm so passionate about specifically in this very niche way. <laughs> Uh, and now we have a podcast. <laughs> yes, I so agree. Because I, I think also part of, like, my body change and perception is, like, I started running marathons four years ago. And, like, like my whole body changed. Like, I had to throw out all of my clothes. And it was a very, like, sort of freeing experience. Because I've always found myself trying to, like, as a petite female, quote, unquote, 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 uh, 
I've always been like, all right, well, an average person my height should be this weight and should be right. able to fit in these clothes. And, like, that's, like, my body has never been like that. But at least, like, now I'm an athlete. So, like, I don't fit into these clothes because I'm an athlete now, which has been a very interesting, like, perception and, fit, like, like an actual it's body change. It's hard to explain to people who don't wear clothing that is marketed for females. Like, every, all my cis guy friends, whatever, my not cis guy friends um, wear clothes that are measured in inches. And I own clothing Ugh. in every single size from extra small to extra large. Um, and I am the same size. And I like, and, and you know, people will be like, you know, I want to get you this for your birthday. Like, what size are you? And I can't, I have to be like, oh, well, where's it from? And it depends on this, 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 and this. And like, even down to my shoes, like, you know, and that's, it's monstrous. Um, In, you know, there was a while I was buying jeans from a, a certain store that like, I would be, and this was in the same store anywhere from, I think a seven to an 11 in the same store. Um, it was crazy. crazy. It is crazy. You know, I have clothes that are extra small, small, medium, large, extra large, all of them. And like, what the fuck is that? You know? So come on. Yeah. My favorite is when I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy a medium and it'll be like baggy and hide my tits. And then it's like a little form fitting in like, yeah, it'll be like a long t-shirt. And then I'm just like, uh, in order for me (laughs) to have pants that fit me. Because I have a very small waist and very wide hips, and I am not as tall as the fashion industry wants me to be for my thighs to fit in my pants. You know, I can only buy certain pants at different stores that are the right cut to fit my ass in them, but don't gap too much at my waist. And I have to buy the short size because my legs aren't long enough, even though my legs take up two-thirds of my body. Like, I have no torso. I am leggy, you like I really leggy. am. But for me to buy pants that fit my ass and thighs in them, which like are not that nice and big, even nice. Look at me, uh, whatever. Like I, they're not that big in real actual life. Like I need to buy short pants yes. that are still sometimes too long, um, you know, and they're too big in the waist. Yes. I have so many problems that I can't make things fit because I have. Uh, just too much boob for men's shirt, but not enough nearly for women's shirts. Um, you know, and I, I don't have enough to flatten it severely or lift it either. It's just like, come on, what are we supposed to do? I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, it's really hard being non-binary when I have such a dumb <laughs> And I was That's like, you. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can't help it. I've always had this dump truck ass. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I said it. You did say it. Actually, you said it. So what else is there? Um, As much as we invite everyone all the time to please talk to us and tell us things. um, And we... I did make a note, I guess we'll say it here too. Um, if anyone wants to let us know 
what platform is easiest or most preferred to interact on, please interact mm. with us. We're trying so hard. Um, if you we're trying so, if you hard. like Facebook or you like Twitter better or whatever, like please let us know um, because I would love to put out some follow up questions for each of these episodes and get you know hear what you how do you talk about your body how do you feel about your body what do you think um, because as Jay was saying you know we all have such diverse experiences. Um, and everyone has a body, whether we like it or not. So, um, but also since we're going to be doing this for a couple episodes, probably like five at least, um, that really means that if you, if you listen to this at the end of January and there's something you're going, wow, I wish they would talk about this, please tell us because we have the time to make it happen. Like if you're someone who is like, really listening and cares and and as you know wants to tell us what you think please do because we want to talk about it like if you're like wow i wish they'd talk about this weird queer body thing we probably we probably want to talk about it please let us know um i agree which is cool so i think i mean i think that's good i think that's like a good i had one trailing thought i can't remember what it is i feel good um I think that's a good primer, and I think that that's going to get us in the zone. Oh, I wanted to plug the, the 2020 playlist was all. Go for it. So one more thing we were working on that we were really proud of is we each collected uh, our top 10 songs that got us through 2020, and these weren't necessarily uh, the Spotify analytics, but just our, our personal best jams and grooves and screams and uh, highs and lows and you know, jams, tunes. Uh, on Twitter, we also wrote little synopsises of why we picked each of the 10 songs per person. So follow us on Twitter and read uh, what we wrote because it's all really fucking good. Yeah, we couldn't post them on Instagram to be shown correctly, but I think we both really worked hard on that. And we I did. at least think it was important and relatable so i agree i agree i agree i agree check out those deep uh, cuts s- y'all speaking of tweeter follow us at flc podcast find us on facebook free live cams podcast find us on instagram free live cams podcast email the show spotify? free live cams podcast follow us on spotify Free Live Cams podcast. Uh, this has been Free Live Cams podcast. A podcast. <laughs> uh, welcome to 2021, uh, bitches. Welcome to 21, bitches. We did it. <laughs> Hope everybody has a happy, healthy, or at least does the best they can. I agree. Um, thank you, Lip Match, for having us on the network. Thank you, Leah Eve Corbett for designing our logo and all of our graphics. Uh, my voice just cracks for the second puberty time. Uh, uh, thank you, Zach. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Zach, for composing our theme music. Uh, legit obsessed with it 24-7. Um, Was literally speaking about it, not in any context related to our podcast today. <laughs> so, um Correct. And the reason I screamed at you was...
<laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, shit, no. Follow us, like, subscribe, leave us a rating or review. I'm going to stall until Haley gets it. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was really funny. Oh, gay puberty. Um, I was talking about this yesterday. I was talking about this yesterday, and all my freaking straight cis friends didn't believe me. Direct at all of you who don't listen to our podcast. Um, Boo. They, I, they were like, someone was like, oh, yeah, they went through, like, second puberty, and I think they might be gay now. And I was like, oh, if they went through second puberty, they're definitely gay. Gay puberty is the realest thing in the whole fucking world. Um, because we all had first horrible puberty, and then we had second hot puberty. Um, true or false, second do you agree? puberty. Gay puberty? I, I think I'm on my, like, fourth puberty, probably. I keep getting hotter. Incredible. You're just metamorphosizing. Welcome to our body series, friends. Thanks for listening. It's gonna be real good shit, and we're glad you're here. Stick with us. Hope you keep getting hotter, too. And if you want to know if you are, just ask and we'll tell you. <laughs> okay, Three, I'm done. <laughs> two, one, go.